0: Welcome to the worldwide broadcast of the Ted and Austin Brower Show, bringing you the latest world news and health research. I hope you're having an absolutely fantastic day as always, and thanks for joining the show. And I, again, appreciate the continued support of healthmasters.com. Be sure to check it out. If you have any needs or any questions, feel free to give us a call at 1-800-726-1834. The company, Healthmasters, pretty much pays for this show and when you support health masters it covers the cost of this show and continues to allow us to stay on the air and putting out continual truth commercial free i might add i pride myself on that because i absolutely loathe commercials that's why i don't have tv anymore cable so we like to keep this an hour show commercial free thanks to you guys and if you need anything healthmasters.com the product of the week magnesium brain food on sale the eat clean and be healthy cookbook as product of the week lots of different specials on the front page of the website so be sure to check them out right now when you get a chance and first thing i wanted to cover and i thought this is something that I, I wanted to bring some older research from the beginning of this year and last year back up to light because i've noticed now there's just non-stop covid everything back in the media and i've gotten repeated emails from everybody now starting to get spooked again what do we do with this they're saying all these different variants and somebody sent me an article it was the title right here it said new covid variants emerging more quickly and here's why we may have a super variant coming towards us and these stupid names for all this stuff scrabble variant and nightmare variant and the B A Q Q T R E I mean they sound like the LGBTQ teams getting a hold of the COVID now real and they're just coming up with these random names and letters just throwing stuff together. It's it's ludicrous. But there's very real viruses in my opinion that are replicating and changing and mutating. This was this was known this was going to happen when you start continually injecting gene therapy shops that cause people to produce the spike protein in their body. You literally are creating walking COVID laboratories. That's what people turn into, and everybody failed to understand this. When the research came out, they blatantly said, we're not making, helping your body produce an antibody to COVID. We're making your body essentially produce COVID, so then maybe you can have a response and your body can produce antibodies to it. It was the most backwards asinine research to say, well, this is something we're going to do to protect you. Uh, It doesn't stop transmission. It doesn't stop you from getting it. We just turn you into a walking Petri dish. And, uh, yeah, you're basically a lab rat experiment. We'll see what happens. And it's funny because in any type of true science, any type of real research, and follow me this for a second, if you continually are doing something in an experimental research And it continues to get worse with what you're doing. And you go, okay, we're going to do another shot. We're going to tweak it, and we're going to inject it into the host and see what happens. And the host gets sicker, and more things happen to him. They go, okay, well, that didn't work. Let's tweak it again. Let's inject another shot into him and see what happens. And they get sick, and it gets worse. And Okay, we're going to do another one. At what point in time (laughs) does the law of insanity kick in where you go as a researcher a scientist or a doctor, and you go – Obviously, five, six COVID shots has not worked. We've got all these subvariants that are bouncing around now, allegedly. We've got people getting unbelievably sick now after they get the shot. Maybe we should just hold off on this for a year or two and see what happens now since the giant experiment we did, known as RNA gene therapy, is not working effectively. That's what a normal scientist, a rational researcher, would do. But, of course, they're not doing that. They're doubling down now. I saw another article somebody sent me, and it said, RSV is surging as cases of the flu and COVID arising. Should we be wearing masks? This was on MSNBC. This was uh, 45 minutes ago they posted this, and it goes into detail in this doctor in Chicago. They're talking about explosion, explosion of multiple cases of RSV influenza, and in COVID all at the same time. Well, that's never really happened before. Oh yeah, no, no, duh. it hasn't happened before because we've never had people getting injected with research that DARPA developed in 2011. This was known from the start that this gene therapy was not going to protect anybody. Pfizer's own documents even showed that it did not have any significant effect on stopping transmission. They admitted it doesn't give you immunity to it. The only thing they allegedly tried to push was it might slowly reduce your symptoms of COVID if you get it now here's the pet peeve I have with this and I'm gonna bring some stuff up and I'm gonna post it back on the website because a lot of people haven't seen these in the last year I have had numerous research studies that I've posted on the website that are documented showing research with vitamin C with d3 with resveratrol they all have significant positive impacts on the body fighting off viruses here was one article on vitamin C and COVID-19. This was published in twenty end of 2020. It said, Numerous vitamins, numerous studies show vitamin C prevents and alleviates viral and bacterial infections. In two dozen placebo-controlled trials with humans, vitamin C shortened infections caused by respiratory viruses, which indicates the vitamin C can also influence viral infections in humans. In critically ill patients, plasma vitamin C levels are commonly low. The effects of vitamin C on acute respiratory distress, distress syndrome frequently Complicating COVID nineteen and pneumonia should be considered as vitamin C is safe and inexpensive essential nutrient. Okay, here's another study right now that basically just came out. Actually, this one was the beginning of uh, last year, if I recall. And this one goes into detail on resveratrol. It says study the study published in the Journal of Phytotherapy Research reveals that resveratrol can inhibit the replication of severe acute respiratory syndrome sars COVID two the end of it and basically the study significance says the study identifies resveratrol as a potential antiviral candidate that is capable of inhibiting SARS-CoV-2 replication previously has been reported that resveratrol reduces cellular inflammation by decreasing the production of nitric oxide moreover there is much evidence showing that resveratrol acts as a potential antioxidant another benefit of resveratrol is that it does not cause Any serious adversity, even when used at very high concentrations. You see what I said, guys? We already know what's going on with the shot. We already know what happened with remdesivir. All these things have debilitating side effects with little positive upside, if any. No known side effects from high doses of resveratrol because I I, oxidative stress and inflammation are common consequences of viral infection. Scientists believe that resveratrol holds the potency to be used as an effective therapeutic agent to treat COVID-19 patients. Another one. And you know what's ironic about this, you, you remember when um, Fox News and Tucker Carlson covered this research? Oh. Oh, that's right. They never did. Oh, did you, you remember when NBC covered the article on vitamin C? Oh, that's that's right. They, they never did. Oh, you remember when they covered the research study that goes into detail on D3. No, that's that's right, they never did. The study that was based out of Israel during the first two COVID waves showed a significant correlation between vitamin D deficiency and COVID-19 severity mortality. They found that people with vitamin D deficiency were more likely to develop severe or critical cases of COVID-19 compared to people at sufficient levels of vitamins in their blood. Patients with vitamin D deficiency were 14 times more likely to have severe or critical cases of COVID-19 additionally the mortality rate for those with insufficient vitamin D levels was 25.6 percent compared with 2.3 percent among those with adequate levels guys I can do this all day long I got articles stacked up over my head that I've had to throw away after a while that I've printed off going into detail on this but yet suddenly oh only option is we have to wear a mask we have to contact trace you and we need to you need to get your 18th booster Guys, the entire thing is a complete and total lie. They know these nutrients work. That's why they won't talk about them. And that's why if you bring them up on any social media platform, they deem it misinformation and they block your account. If we know resveratrol can be used as a very effective antiviral treatment, if we know D3 levels are directly correlated to mortality and, you know, basically uh, death rates, With COVID-19, we know that vitamin C helps people recover much faster. Why in the world aren't people yelling about this from the rooftops? Well, it's simply because most people don't know because they're not allowed to know the truth. This is so important. People maintain their health. There is a very big divide happening right now in this country of truth and lies. And the lies are continually telling everybody that the truth is the lie when in fact they are all lies. It is so crucial you get this research out there to people as much as you can. I'm going to post these research studies on the website on the current articles that we change every single day. We add them on there and get this stuff out to people that you know. The COVID shot isn't working. Even if you possibly thought it was going to do something, it clearly, by their own admittance, is not working. (laughs) Now we've got people getting RSV, you know, upper respiratory infections, with COVID and the flu at the same time. They're testing positive for all of them. They're saying that some kids now are going to the hospital with like four and five different types of respiratory infections all at the same time. Imagine that. You keep injecting these young children, these healthy, beautiful children. You keep injecting them with gene therapy on top of all these other shots, and their immune system gets massively overwhelmed, and they start becoming chronically ill. Imagine that. Who would have possibly thought that would have happened? I mean, who who could have figured that one out? My friends, it's so crucial you get this information to your friends because they are already spooling up the COVID drums again. They're already talking about trying to do restrictions and all these different things that they did before. There can be zero compliance with any of this, guys. We can't do this alone. We need everybody in this together because I promise you, if people cave in like they did back in 2020 – And they continue to go along with this lie again that there's nothing else you can do except let the government control you. There's no nutrients, no supplements, nothing you can do. We know they're intentionally suppressing information on resveratrol, vitamin C, D3, zinc intentionally because they want as many people to get as sick as possible. This is not about public health. It was never about public health. It was about seeing and experimenting and seeing how far they could control the general population. So I continue, I encourage you, do not be scared. There's nothing to fear about this whatsoever. There's nothing to be – fear is not of God. If you know what to do and you have the knowledge, implement the knowledge that you have and go on with your life and live your life. But please, it is that time that we're going to have to stand up again. I warned everybody back in the beginning of the year. I said, the COVID's not going away. It's burned out. So what they're doing is they had to give everybody reprieve to give everybody focused on another boogeyman, which was – Putin and Ukraine, now that Ukraine's turned into a giant money laundering scheme, now they've got to change the narrative back to COVID, now that they're getting so many people sick with the cold season coming, everything getting colder, and everybody's immune system so compromised. Dad called this out from the beginning. He said, wait and see how sick people start getting in the next couple years. And sure enough, now we're seeing these waves now of multiple infections at the same time. This is not a good sign, but for people that are awake and alert and healthy, it is that chance you have right now to help wake up and get other people healthy the best you possibly can. What do you think, Dad?
1: Uh, you know, the Bible says, Austin, very good opening. The Bible says that, you know, the devil comes to rob, kill, steal, and destroy. But God comes to give life and life more abundantly. And, we, and we've got to understand that. So I'm going to kind of go esoteric this morning a little bit. I'm going to talk about some scriptures to you guys. And I'm going to explain a few things to you from a biblical standpoint as far as life and death. And so we've got to get this. That the world is not being run by good people. The world is being run by the by the cabal, by the Luciferian sex death cult that runs the planet that's basically been under the guise of Lucifer and Baal and Moloch and Asher, whatever you want to call it, for thousands and thousands of years. And they're doing an experiment on what it is. It's just exactly what it is because they want to reduce the population of the planet. The problem is our immune systems have a tendency to be too resilient if they're given the proper nutrients. That's why they can't tell you what to take as far as nutrients. They can't do it. They won't go in there and talk about D3 or zinc or, or ivermectin or hydroxychloroquine or you know, potassium iodide or any of the other things that, you know, that, you know, like resveratrol that are so important or melatonin that we talked about yesterday in depth. The, the, the devil comes to rob, steal, and destroy. He wants to kill you. He wants to destroy you. He wants to get you off the planet because you're a Christian, Period. He doesn't want you here because your energy field is not compatible with his because you're an enigma to him inside this energy field, and he wants you gone. So that way he can create this energy field completely around the planet that's going to disrupt everybody and make everybody's thought evil all the time. He can't do it while we're still here. It can't be done. That's why they've got to have a mass, mass kill-off, a die-off of the people here that are basically God-fearing people who believe in Jesus. This is why they have had an atavistic hatred of Christ for thousands of years because he changed the protocol. The problem is, and I've mentioned this so many times on other shows, he's not omnipresent. He can't see what God has in store. He knows what the Bible says. He obviously can read. He knows what the Word of God says. He knows what the prophets said. But he doesn't understand the mechanisms, the machinations behind the scenes is what God is doing from an omnipresent standpoint. So he can never win the battle. So he's running around unbelievably mad as a roaring lion seeking those who may devour. But I've told you because you're sanctified by the blood of Christ, he cannot devour you. We've got to get that. I'm going to stop for one second. I'm going to talk about something real quick, and this is important that I cover this. I talked to my daughters about it last night, and we were talking about the about, about Sharon moving on to be in heaven. Now I'm going to read you a scripture real quick, and and, and, I did, and I'm going to talk about mass formation, psychosis, and a lot of other things they're doing to us. But I want to read you something, and I'm going to teach you some stuff this morning that I've never taught you, and this is really really important. This is this is from the book of, of Matthew. I'm from, sorry, from Luke chapter 16, verses 19 through 31. Starting with 19, there was a rich man who was dressed in purple and fine linen and lived in luxury every day. At his gate was laid a beggar named Lazarus covered with sores, and longing to eat what fell from the rich man's table. Even the dogs came and licked his sores. The time came when the beggar died, and the angels carried him to Abraham's side. Now, remember, he died in the human body. He left his skin suit behind, but the, he's still alive in this other dimension. you got to get this. This is really important. He died in his skin suit. He dropped his skin suit off. They're calling it death. But the angels then carried him, obviously he's still intact, to Abraham's side. The rich man also died, but he was also buried. But in Hades, where he was taken to, instead of going to Abraham or to heaven, he went to Hades. Where there was torment, he looked up and saw Abraham far away and Lazarus by his side. So now these guys see each other. So obviously they're still alive in a different plane, in a different dimension. So he called to him, Father Abraham, have pity on me. And send Lazarus to dip the tip of his finger in water and cool my tongue because I'm in agony in this fire. But Abraham replied, Son, remember that in your lifetime while you're here on this earth, I'm, I'm, I'm paraphrasing this now, in the dimensional plane, the three-dimensional plane that was the planet, you received good things, while Lazarus received bad things. But now he's confronted here, com- comforted here, and you're in agony. And besides all this, between us and you is a great chasm. That's the multidimensional rift. At CERN, you would call this the containment field. Now, are you listening to me, guys? When there is a heaven and there's a hell, but it's all in the same universe here. It's all part of what we're in. And besides this, between you and us, there's a great chasm has been set in place that those who want to go from here to you cannot, nor can anyone cross over from here to us. He answered, Then I beg you, Father, send Lazarus to my family. In other words, Lazarus is still alive up in heaven, right? He's still running around up there in heaven. I beg you, Lazarus, send him to my family, for I have five brothers, and let him warn them so that they will not also come to this place of torment. Abraham replied, they have Moses and the prophets. Let them listen to them. No father Abraham, he said, but if someone from the dead goes to them, they will repent. Remember, Jesus was raised from the dead. He said to them, if they do not listen to Moses and the prophets, they will not be convinced even if someone rises from the dead. Now, listen to me. Here's what you've got to get. As Christians and as human beings, we don't die. We just move on. It's telling you that. In other words, we're still quantumly entangled with the loved ones that we have been with here on this planet because they're still part of the same universe. Remember, in the universe, every proton knows what every other proton is doing at the exact same time, even in a multidimensional field. So we all are still quantumly entangled entangled with the people who we love that are in a different dimension now. In other words, I always tell folks, if you've lost a husband or a wife or a spouse or a child – because your DNA is completely linked together. The Bible calls it a soul tie with a husband and a wife. That person, even they move on, they drop the skin suit behind and they go up to heaven. You're still connected to them via quantum entanglement. There's nothing you can do to stop that, period. And we need to understand that. So we don't die as Christians. You know, we leave the skin suit behind, but our our, our spirit, our soul, leaves our body and goes to Heaven with God instantaneously because we've been bought at a price and we've been sanctified by the blood of the Lamb. And we're in covenant with the Most High God. We become part of God's creation in heaven, which is part of the creation down here. It's all tied together. The same thing happens if you're doing bad things. You're not going to go to heaven. You're going to go to the bad place. And the Bible's very clear about it right here in this, in this passage. But we need to get that. This is why when people pass from this life to the next life, we still feel connected to them. Because our protons are still quantumly entangled with that person, especially, like I said, if it's been a spouse and you've had basically it talks about this in the Bible, you know, and you've been with them and you become one flesh. All of these things are part of the great scheme of the heaven and the earth and life and, you know, leaving here and going to the next plane of existence, the next dimension. So always remember that. So don't allow yourself to be overwhelmed by loss or grief of a loved one or a child. Remember what David did. In the Old Testament with Bathsheba, I talked about this a few weeks ago. He had a child, okay, and the child died, and he was asking God to save the child. God did not. The baby died. Well, David got up and got in the shower, got cleaned up, put on new clothes, started eating meals with his family and his his soldiers, and they said, how did you do that? What did you do? I mean, how in the world did you step from being in grief and lamenting to basically being normal again like in a day? And he said, look, he said, here's the deal. My son is gone, but I can go to him, but he can't come back to me. It's exactly what they're talking about in this passage here. Unless God sent him back from the dead, he could do that. But the reality is is that you don't die from a spiritual standpoint. You just move on to another existence. So don't allow the grief of the loss of a loved one to basically change you and paralyze you, whether it's your spouse or your husband or your wife or your child or anything because you're still going to be quantumly entangled with them forever pretty much because you can't do much about that especially with the kids because the kids have the same DNA linkage back and forth remember our DNA is a step up Tesla transformer coil part of it resides in another dimension okay that's why it's still connected and linked it's in this God's dimension it's already connected to him we're basically a sending receiving unit in this fleshly body that we're in to God Almighty so when we accept Jesus Christ as our Lord and our Savior We're changed immediately, and we become a new creation, a new creature, it says. And then at that point in time, when God looks at us, he no longer sees us. He sees Jesus in us because our energy field is not compatible with God. And this is what happens when we pass on we drop the skin suit. So don't allow yourself to be overwhelmed with grief. Listen to me. This is very important. Don't focus on what you've lost. Don't do that. Focus on what you have left. You can feel the feeling of the loss. But you need to function anyway. Never let the feeling disrupt the function. I'm going to repeat that to you. I wrote that down this morning. I'm going to repeat it to you. I want you, I want you to quote me on this one. Don't focus on what you've lost. I don't care if it's a job or whatever it is. It doesn't make any difference. Focus on what you have left. Feel the feeling because you've got to feel the emotion of it. You've got to sort it through your own mind. And you have to function anyway. Never let the feeling disrupt the function. And this is how I look at life. This is how I'm led by the Holy Spirit because I realized when Sharon passed, she was not dead. She was just in a different place that I was still connected with her. And if you've lost a spouse or a loved one, you guys know what I'm talking about. If you've never done that, I'm, I hope you never have to experience it. But we always end up losing our parents, it seems anyhow. But the reality is this. We have a situation here that people need to understand. They can't allow themselves to become so disabled and so debilitated from a lack of communication with a person that's still alive in another dimension that they basically ruin their own lives. I see people, they have been, they've lost a loved one. you know, 15, 20 years later, they're still absolutely just destroyed by it. Now, mind you. It's devastating. I'm not going to sit here and paint any other picture besides devastating. And it's, it's debilitating mentally. It really, really is. But, guys, you have to feel it, but you can't stop functioning in your life. You've got to continue to do what you need to do. It's very, very important. A lot of people crawl into alcohol. A lot of people crawl into drugs. A lot of people become homeless. A lot of people just just completely disrupt their entire lives because they're overwhelmed by the feeling, and they stop doing the function of what they need to do. Don't allow yourself to do that. Remember Lean on Jesus, the Holy Spirit. Remember, you can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. This is the day the Lord hath made, and we have to rejoice, and we have to be glad in it. And we need to understand something else. We've got to continue to walk in love with everything that we do. Uh, Gene sent me a passage this morning, a a little Bible study that's really, really good. I'll I'll read you part of it. And 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 it's good. It really is. It It says, you know, here's what it says. Love is how other people know that we follow Jesus, because we love one another. It's the thing that marks us as disciples. Like Jesus, who loves sacrificially, we are also called to extravagant love that basically is we're going to give to somebody else. Now, this goes back to the law of reciprocity. One of the things that I've learned, being married to Sharon for 38 years, is that you have to be willing to give 100% in both directions. That's sacrificial love. In other words, if Sharon wanted to do something that I really didn't want to do, but it was really important to her, I would just do what she wanted, and she'd do the same for me. When you have that type of relationship with a spouse or a loved one, the marriage just lasts for 38 years or 48 years or 58 years. It's a marriage of basically loving one another to the point of sacrificial love. They say, I'm not going to make myself above you. I'm going to put you above me, but both people need to feel that way. Otherwise, it becomes a one-sided mess. Here's what the article continues to say. What we've learned during the pandemic is the lack of community, the lack of interaction with other people makes us fragile. It makes small things seem big and big things seem insurmountable. Isolation and focusing on what our own situation is makes us fearful. Austin just talked about that. and self-absorbed. The best way forward is to widen our view, is to focus on someone or something outside of our circumstances, again, Expand your boundaries, expand your horizons, and break this cycle of the thoughts that you're having right now. Showing sacrificial love to others calms our mental chatter and provides perspective. He goes on to say, I challenge you to embrace the transformative transformative power of love to a point where it starts to affect everything we do. The way we talk to our kids, the way we interact with strangers, the way we handle disappointments. Celebrate victories. Make decisions. When love floods into our lives, it all shifts. The result, let's... Basically, fear porn, more conversation, less comparison, more community, less fear, more confidence, more over-the-top displays of compassion, more patience, more life in our souls. You see, Jesus Christ exemplified love with the example that he gave us by giving his life for us. It's this Jesus love that we have and that we feel when we accept him as our personal Lord and Savior basically changes us from the inside out. So don't allow grief to debilitate you. Don't allow grief to overwhelm you to a point where you can no longer function. Never allow the feeling to take you out and make you no longer functional. And it's happened so much now because what they've done in this country because of the Frankfurt School, the destruction of the nuclear family, destruction of the Christian values in this country, they're trying to make us dependent on the state for everything. The state has to feed us. Look at the welfare state they created with Lyndon Johnson, that piece of garbage back in the 60s. He wanted to get rid of basically, you know, know, hunger in the United States. You want to get rid of the people being hungry and, you know, and and poor people, and we're going to give money to people until they basically are okay and they're doing well. Well, all it did is create an entire generation of cripples who couldn't function in society without being given free stuff, which created another generation of children with them who were functioning the same way. So now we have you know, 100 million people of some type of government assistance, if not more, in the United States. And so we have more and more people riding in the cart, not pulling the wagon, which the Dow was causing the United States to implode internally. And they wanted to do this. It was all part of Cloward and Piven and the Frankfurt strategy, the Frankfurt School strategy. And when we understand that, that we understand it's always the same people doing this, then we start to get focused on what they're doing. You know, Kanye West has been saying who it is. They've been calling them all out as far as that. He needs to use the term synagogue of Satan. It's the same Kabbalist, Luciferian sect, that it's Jesus. It's the same group of people that Jesus said were children of the devil. He used those words very carefully. Remember this. He's omnipresent. He's God. And God's omnipresent. And Jesus is speaking with God, the word of God through him, when he's giving out these verses in the book of John and when they're being written down. And he's being very specific on the words that he uses when he says these people are the children of the devil and that Lucifer is their father. It's not a joke. He means that. It's not a metaphor. It's not hyperbole. This is the group that runs the planet, and we've got to understand that we cannot allow them to create so much pain and anguish in us because of the lockdowns or because of COVID or because of the fear porn. Stay away from fear porn websites, guys. I was talking to Teresa the other night, and she told me, she said, pretty much the only show we listen to now is is Ted and Austin Brewer show because we could – she said I had to get away from the fear porn. We're not going to have a volcano destroy the planet. We are not going to have a tidal wave destroy the planet. We are not going to have nuclear World War Three destroy the planet. We are not going to have a meteorite hit the planet. And we are not going to pray imprecatory prayers against other people. And we're not going to promote fear porn on this show. I will not promote fear porn. I will tell you the truth, and I will tell you to lean on Jesus and keep your hearts and minds in Christ all the days of your life. And he's going to deliver you. So what if we don't die as Christians and we just move on to another plane of existence, which I just explained to you in a way that I've never explained it before, and all we do is go on to be in heaven and we're still quantumly entangled with the people that we love and we'll always know who they are to know them when we're in heaven, why in the world do we get so bent out of shape at anything these weirdos do? And here's another thing. You can't fix a rigged election by having other rigged elections. I thought I'd mention that. You've got to get leadership in there that's going to pass laws like DeSantis did and what we did with our Congress in Florida that's going to fix the rigged elections before you continue to have rigged elections, keeping you with rigged elections. There's never going to be a spiritual problem to a moral decay and rot in the United States because it's a lack of having Jesus in your heart and in your lives. That's why people are suffering so badly with COVID. That's why people are just, just being so mean all the time. Have you noticed that? Guys, have you noticed that when you go out in public just how ornery people are and how, how aggravated they are? and how confused they are, and how sad they are, this was all done on purpose. There's an article here It says mass formation psychosis. 57%, gosh almighty, that's a lot, father, of Generation Z taking medication for serious mental illness. And here's how they frame it for us. After living through three years of lockdowns, isolation, and harmful mandates, people are fed up with with fear for propaganda. Generation Z are dealing with several serious mental illnesses health conditions according to the pew research center General, generation z represents the generation born between 1997 and 2012 which encompasses approximately 68 million young people ages 10 through 25. the latest survey finds that 42 percent of generation z now struggle with mental health problems and many of these issues are treated with daily therapy and medication these problems include anxiety disorders Attention deficit disorder, depression, post-traumatic stress disorder, 80% deal with bouts of depression, and 90% deal with anxiety on a daily basis. Wow, guys, think about this. Loneliness, uncertainty, and anxiety and depression now grip most young people because they've lost their relationship with the great I am through Jesus Christ, through the blood of the Lamb, because we've not been taught this in the churches, and the parents have not picked up the spiritual mantle. And men, you listen to me. I'm going to fuss at you for a minute. You better be the spiritual head of your household. Men, you listening? I don't care how much hunting you want to do. I don't care. I don't care about your stupid hobbies like going bowling and going golfing and all the other stuff that you do. They're just hobbies. You have the most important responsibility in your life. Now, I'm fussing at men right now on purpose. All right? You've got to be the spiritual leader of your household. It is not your wife's responsibility. You've been given the mantle of leadership in your house, and you've got to assume the responsibility of that. And you've got to treat your wife and your family like they're a precious gift from God Almighty. And You've got to protect them not only physically and mentally and spiritually but in prayer and everything else that you do. You've got to pray every single morning like the entire welfare of your family belongs to you. And you need to pray out loud with your wife, with her praying out loud with the children every single day. I don't have time to do that. Well, doggone it, make time. Take the time. You can't make time. Anymore. You got to take time. We only get 24 hours a day. This is so important, man. This is one of the biggest problems we have. Even if the churches have decided to drop the spiritual mandate and teach the people the truth about what the word of God says and continue to compromise themselves. We cannot do that as Christian men. We can't. You've got to pray. That's why I pray for you guys every single day. And I throw my mantle of protection over all of you. Because to me, you guys are family because because of the show, because you're listening to us and praying for us every day and me praying for you. We are all quantumly entangled. And you showed that with your tremendous outpouring of love with Sharon when you sent her approximately two hundred thousand dollars worth of flowers from this show that we only talked about at one time for five minutes, a couple of days before the funeral. And I can tell you this, if I had given you guys a week to get there. And we'd have the whole place. You probably could have. The place had even more flowers in it. The whole church couldn't have held how many people would have come to this funeral. Because we're quantumly entangled. You guys and me, we're all family. That's why it's so important that you pray for me every day. You pray for Austin every day. You pray for our families every day because I'm doing it for you. This is what we create. When we pray, this huge energy field of angels all around us, a hedge of thorns all around us, covered in the blood of Jesus all around us, and we're literally invincible to this world. Now, we have our struggles. We've got to deal with the world and the crazy junk that they do. We've got that. I got that. But from a spiritual standpoint, we're standing protected by God Lord God Almighty. And so prayer is critical for Christians. It has to be done. And, don't gone it all, if you're bowling or you're golf or you're hunting – is affecting your spiritual walk and your protection of your families, just stop it if you can't control it. Any habit that you have or anything that you do that's more important to you than God becomes an idol, don't allow it. And ladies, let me say it back to you now. If your husband's taking care of you spiritually, you've got to be the next person in line to do the same thing with your family and with your children. It's kind of like the Holy Spirit is going to be talking to the woman and, the, and God's going to be talking to the guy. We're all working together as a cohesive family unit. And if you've got things like you've got your little bridge parties or you've got your little things that you do or you have your little sewing circles or whatever you do and it becomes an idol to you, don't do it. And I'm going to say one other thing else to you. Never allow your children to affect the relationship between you and your husband or your husband or your wife. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't allow that. Because kids will figure out who's got a chink in their armor, and they'll try to put a blade in there, metaphorically, to try to get mom to do something, to get dad to do something, to get them to turn against each other. Never let that happen. What we always told our kids was this, hey, we're going to be here when you guys are gone, and we're not going to allow our marriage to be affected by this. Super, super important that you understand that. Maintain that relationship with God. Maintain the relationship through prayer. Maintain the relationship through your children praying with you out loud every day. Teach your children how to pray. You say, well, I'm going to get him in college. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. Okay, wait a minute. Stop, stop, just stop. Okay. I understand that college is important. Okay. If you get a proper degree in a, in, a, in, a, in a deal that you get a job with, I got that. Okay. But is it not more important to teach your children how to pray and teach them how to live forever in heaven with God almighty through Jesus, the blood of the lamb? Is that not more important than them going to school and getting a college degree? What's more important to them? You send them to a secular university, if you don't give them grounding to start with, they're gonna come back basically a bunch of liberal radicals is all they're gonna do. They're a bunch of weirdos. I've seen it over and over and over again. And so you give your children the gift of life through Christ. Teach them who God is, teach them who Jesus is,
0: and, and, and
1: live a life of excellence with them and continue to pray for them all of these their life. And all these young kids right now that have all of these problems of taking all of these drugs, you know, think about it for a second. If they had Christ and they could have leaned on Christ and their parents would have continued to pray for them and they could have maintained their individuality, these kids are scared, literally scared that they're not going to be able to supply, be able to live and have make enough money to work and have enough lifestyle that their parents had or their grandparents had. Because of what we've done with the debt structure in this country. And if we understand that and then what's going on with this mass formation psychosis and we understand that we've got to walk in love and we've got to do all of this stuff all of the time, guys, then at that point we'll start to understand why Jesus did what he did for us, guys. If you think through it for a second, Jesus Christ, the son of the most high God, came to this planet as a baby. And once after he became an adult and he a child or wherever he was, became an age of reasoning and he understood who he was, he was willing to literally lay down his life for you so that you could create a, a covenant through Christ. You'd have that covenant through Christ. You wouldn't create it. He would create it for you if all you do is accept it. Oh, yeah. That was great information, bud. Mm-hmm. You're exactly right on a lot of this stuff, this, this fear they
0: want to do is because, remember, fear paralyzes people. What it does. And I mean, that was very succinct on that information. What they do is they they prey off people's fear. They find out through psychological analysis how to go on people's fear and play it off. These these globalists and bankers and ones who are running the media, they're fantastic at that. And this is why you've seen so many alternative media guys get into the fear porn as well, because they know they can use it for clicks and baits and likes. And all this stuff that they know is super easy to control. And yeah. while they're doing all this stuff, they're telling you it's all for your safety and protection. That's why I always make the joke about it all the time. Well, you know, we, gotta, we have to lock you down and sh- keep you in your house at gunpoint and shut down your business and basically make you lose everything. For, it's for your safety and protection. Because, you know, there's a virus out there, The 99.997% survival rate. So we're doing this for your safety. The lie doesn't stop. The lie continues to build more and more and more because I told you, I said they can't come out of the throttle on COVID anymore as far as just let it go. I said there's so much of a lie that's been built up in order to instill fear that if they actually came out and said, okay, you know, this whole thing with COVID's over. It's a respiratory virus. It's going to be floating around forever. Everybody just needs to take care of their body, hammer the resveratrol, the vitamin C, the D3, and live your life. People would have a conniption fit because you have the, 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 the covidian cult, as I used to call it back in the day when it was all going on, you had the covidian cult. These people found this new sense of weird purpose now. They were so empty, so sad, so upset that they now had this new virtue signaling cult that they could get involved in. And they could run around and wear their two and three mask and chase people around. You guys see the videos, people chasing people around stores and restaurants. You have to wear a mask. You have to wear a mask would you really go go kick rocks i mean i dealt with the same stuff down here in florida What was going on which florida is a bit more rebellious than other states and it doesn't like to comply with much of anything so it's one of the reasons why a lot of stuff down here in florida didn't change as much as it did in some other states that's why they're trying to go in now and bring in these covid passports now to start flying oh you gotta have your covid shot Guys, if the COVID shot worked, you wouldn't need any passports on it because everybody would be completely and totally immune to COVID because the vaccines worked. (laughs) Newsflash, it seems to be the concept. It's eluded everybody. And we're having all these massive, massive health problems that you're seeing now. The IWK Health Center, which is a major pediatric hospital and trauma center in Halifax, Nova Scotia up in Canada, provides care to maritime youth Children and Women from Nova Scotia, New Brunswick, Prince Edward Island, and beyond, they've now seen, they've reported 27 cases of myocarditis in the last six weeks with for kids under the age of 18. They said normally they would be rare to see two cases a year, two cases a year of myocarditis an entire year under 18. That's a rarity if they saw two First time in their health records they've ever seen this level of myocarditis so quickly in such a young age, in such a short period of time. Twenty-seven cases at this pediatric hospital in six weeks under the age of 18. That is virtually impossible without some type of external evidence, some type of external event happening. Oh, what's that That one thing that they've been doing, everybody? Oh, Yeah. COVID RNA shot directly linked to myocarditis, so effective at making sure you have myocarditis that even the Surgeon General from the state of Florida stated they do not recommend anybody under the age of 40 gets the COVID shot because there is a significantly higher chance you will contract COVID or you will contract myocarditis from the COVID shot. Flat out to the Surgeon General in Florida stated that. I think he should elaborate on it more, but that right there in and of itself, through the research that they did in Florida, should be a real big news flash. Then why are we giving this to young kids and teenagers? What's the purpose of this at all? 27 cases of myocarditis in six weeks for kids under 18. They talked to one of the hospital insiders, and that they've said now that this is something has never occurred until the vaccine started rolling out. Where Where's the where, where's fact checkers on this, huh? Why where, 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 where aren't we putting this on CNN? Why isn't this going on Fox News again? Because the media is controlled by the pharmaceutical companies. The pharmaceutical companies are making hundreds of billions of dollars off this shot. And that's always the irony, isn't it? Is that they're making money. This This would be what they do. The little banker boys that love to breathe all the free air and take everybody's money. They're making money off killing everyone it's not enough it's not enough to do population control these guys that's not enough it's not enough to wipe out a huge chunk of the population they're going to make significant amounts of money obscene amounts of money killing everybody off that's what happens when you deal with unjust scales right jesus talks of this the money changers manipulate manipulative perverted coming in and perverting the temple you turned it into a den of thieves. And this is why I've told so many people before, be boisterous on a conviction. If it's a true, strong-held conviction that has biblical backing, stand on it, guys. This, this Nancy Pantsy little soft-butt ideology now that the church has gotten is pathetic and embarrassing to me. Jesus was not a soft man. He spoke very softly in some cases but he also spoke very directly he was quick to rebuke people he was stood his ground on everything he was very very fast when he walked in the temple started whipping everybody and flipping the tables and kicking them out that is not the actions of a nancy pantsy boy that's running around going oh i don't want to offend anybody he didn't walk in the temple go "Mm, uh, excuse me guys uh, you you're kind of being offensive to my father in heaven? Uh, can, you, can can you guys just kind of kind of stop, stop, stop doing this? Dude laughed at him. He knew the only response to get them out was to do that. Look at what we're seeing right now. Like Dad just said with these elections, there's something that needs to be done significantly in Maricopa County in some of these areas. This, I mean, I'm I'm calling on the sheriff's departments out there. The sheriff's departments need to step in because they are right under the governor, the sheriff of these counties. This says this needs to change. I'm talking to even the sh- deputy sheriffs. You guys need to get involved in this out here. This is downright brazen fraud. What we're watching, straight thievery. If this happened in any other platform, people would be arrested immediately for brazen theft. The numbers don't even add up. I was looking at some of the stuff out there in Maricopa County, and I was like, N- none of this. The discrepancies, the vote tally discrepancies, don't even make sense. Everything shows fraud. All the numbers show fraud. The GOP was not seen in the state-host-contested governor's race when I was looking at it earlier. They were talking about how many, by, how many they won by. Ye received like 1.37 million votes in a race. Lake curiously only managed to receive around 1.25 million, discrepancy close to 120,000 votes. What's interesting about this, though, you start looking at some of the other numbers – they were right neck and neck, and suddenly – remember what I told you last week? Oh, we, we've got uh, 220,000 mail-in ballots that just showed up that we've got to go through now that we, we've picked up. They're, they're stealing everything, guys. These sheriffs need to get involved in this. This is a call to action on these guys because, like Dad said, you, you can't stop fraud elections with more fraud elections. It doesn't work that way. <laughs> it doesn't happen, and this is what we're continually watching, just like with COVID – You can't stop COVID atrocities and humanities and crimes against humanity that's happening right now from these people that are running the show by continually complying and going along with it. If they start doing more COVID restrictions and passports, I'm going to protest them. I'm going to stop doing stuff. I'm going to make sure everybody knows I'm vocal about it again all the time everywhere I go, and it will be back to constant conflicts every time I do anything, which quite frankly gets old after a while. But I won't go along with it. I never will, no matter what happens. And this is the resolve that if the vast majority of the awake Americans had, this stuff would come to a screeching halt real fast. But nobody wants to step on any toes anymore. Nobody wants to offend anybody. Everybody is so wrapped up in this woke culture that everybody's got to be politically correct. And Remember, the timing of how this was laid out was not coincidental at all. And What I mean by that is, The woke politically correct culture really came about with Obama, the the gay Kenyan that essentially, in my opinion, wasn't even a U.S. citizen. You can't even find anything legitimate about this guy as far as his back history. He's got so many conflicting stories, but I digress. That all started the whole where you can't offend anybody. You can't say anything about Obama because he's black. You're automatically racist if you criticize anything that he says. Remember that? I remember that. I remember getting arguments with people about it. You just don't like him because he's black. I'm like, what what are you talking about? I'm friends with everybody in most cases, as long as they're respectful. I there's no racial tension there with me whatsoever. I said, he's an idiot. Look what he's doing. Oh, no, no, no. You can't can't say that about him. I can't. I can say whatever the heck I want to say about him. And then that started the transformation of everybody starting to self-censor. Then the whole transgender thing started in the mid-teens. Oh, now grown men can go into a bathroom in Target and go to the bathroom with little girls. You can't say anything to them about it because you don't want to offend that grown man that wants to go in the bathroom with girls. Newsflash. Any grown man, regardless if he's a tranny or a cross-dresser or whatever the case, wants to go in the bathroom to use the bathroom with little girls, he's got some serious mental problems that need to be addressed, In meaning he doesn't need to be around little girls. Newsflash. Just keep throwing facts out there. And that started the entire cascading series of events where everybody started to self-censor a little bit more, a little bit more. Then he started having the fact-checking. And basically the negative impacts on people's social media, which is essentially the early phase of the credit score with YouTube accounts and with Facebook and with Twitter, if you said anything that was offensive, they put you in Facebook jail. And all these things have continued to occur now, and then they were ready to roll out the COVID lie, the pandemic in 2020. Then people were submissive enough, people were controlled enough, and people were self-censored enough that when they started rolling it out. Nobody wanted to say anything about it. Everybody had, oh, you're if you don't do this, you're killing grandma. If you don't wear three masks, stay six feet apart, and shut down your business and live in fear and cower in your closet with a blanket over your head, you're a grandma killer. Like, that doesn't even make sense. Everything you said is just erroneous. You're just making stuff up. Oh no no no, it's science. It's science, Austin. I had so many arguments with people. No, you just don't believe the science. I'm like, science what? Where does six feet science come from? I'm like, oh yeah. That's from the cabal and the Illuminati and all their weird stuff they do. Yeah, the numerology. That's yeah, with the six. That's why six, 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 everywhere you go in a building. Six on the door, six on the floor, six on the counter. I'm like, is anybody else picking this up but me? Oh, no, no, no. Dude, it's six feet of science, Austin. If you stay five feet, if you're five feet away from me, I catch COVID from you because you're not wearing a mask. I'm like, uh, Just stop talking. But this is where we're at right now. And so, again, I'm letting you know. It's starting to spool up again as far as the rhetoric, the propaganda, and the lies. Make sure you're speaking the truth, make sure you're standing up for what you believe and keep your immune system strong. It's so crucial right now with everything that's happening because I already read you the research earlier. I have piles of this stuff in my office. I have to throw it away after a while of paper after paper after paper that I print off and highlight these articles and research studies that go into detail. I did the same thing to the Polk County School Board in April of 2021 when I went in there with dad with dozens and dozens and dozens of other mothers and raise Kane up at the front post about what they were doing to these kids and i walked in there with a stack of articles i threw them on the table and i got done so you are all welcome to read these research studies on how masks do not work they have negative side effects and they're continually breeding more bacteria more health problems with these kids they're causing learning problems they're causing speaking problems they're causing social they're causing uh, social problems all these issues because you want to make sure that they're protected and they're safe, which is complete and total lie. When somebody's lying to you, bold-faced you, right in your face, the only option you have is to call out their lie. You can't go along with it and pretend it and go, okay, well, I know he's lying to me, but I'm just going to pretend that I believe him, so we'll just agree to disagree. No. Dude, you're lying to me. I know you're lying to me. Here's the research on why you're lying to me. We're not going to go along with the lie anymore. So important right now, my friends, because they're starting up phase two of this, and I guarantee you they're going to start pushing hardcore propaganda here in the next month or two on how everybody needs to get boosted, passports, face mask, everything. It's going to start all over again. So keep your body strong as well because there's no doubt there's going to be floating some weird stuff around. Everybody breeding these doggone viruses in their body and
1: mutating them with these subvariants. what do you think dad uh, I, I think you're absolutely right and uh, what i'd like to do right now is is basically pray for this show today and for those of you who don't know jesus i'd like for you to basically accept him as your lord and savior if that's something that you want to do so let's pray father right now in the name of jesus i come before your infinite throne of grace and of mercy and of love and of just perfection lord And I thank you for Christ. I thank you for the sacrifice that he's done for us. I thank you for the blood covenant he created for us, Lord. And I thank you, Lord, that he's here for us. Father, I repent of the sins that I've done in my life. I ask you to help me to do better. I ask you to allow me to become part of your kingdom, part of your world, through the blood covenant through Christ Jesus. I love you, Lord. I appreciate you. And I thank you that I'm now saved. And I'm going to walk in your ways and walk in your way and do what you want us to do all the days of our lives, Lord. I love you so much. And I appreciate you, Father. For it's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. I wanted to do that with you guys today because the Lord showed me this morning that the only hope we have, and I tell you this all of the time, especially with these young kids now from the 20 to 10 years of age up to 20 with all these drugs that they're on, that unless we teach these kids how to accept Christ and how to be what they need to be for Christ and how to understand who we are through the Most High God, that this generation that we have that's coming up right now is going to be taking over the reins and the leadership of this country are going to be very ill-equipped as are the people already in there in the, in, the, in the Congress and who won't stand their ground. I, they, they've got to learn to stand their ground. We've got to stand against these communists. We have to be as committed as they are against us, against them, not to pray in precatory prayers, but to continue just to uplift Jesus and to understand that we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. This has been an interesting show today. It's been, I feel, a very anointed show. A lot of you need to hear what I was talking about as far as grief and healing. I love you guys. I really, really appreciate it. You know, you know, remember, guys, keep your hearts and minds in Christ. Keep your head up. You're the child of the most high God. Austin, finish it up, bud.
0: Absolutely. And, and one thing I want to add on to here just to clarify, because I was bouncing around when I was looking at an article. One of the weird discrepancies with this governor's race that's happening right now with the, with the governor winning in Arizona is that the Arizona treasurer got elected as a Republican, won by two hundred and eighty thousand more votes than the Democratic treasurer. 280,000 more votes but suddenly the Democratic governor wins by hundred and twenty thousand votes so you're saying that you suddenly had over a quarter of a million people in Arizona decide they wanted to have a Republican treasurer, but they want to have a Democratic governor that doesn't make sense that's never made sense in history of voting nobody would do that ever If you're a Republican, Republican, you vote your party lines in most cases. Most people don't jump back and forth. So there's this massive discrepancy that doesn't make any sense at all. And on top of that, the Arizona treasurer got 1.371 million votes, Kimberly Lee, that won. Well, Katie Hobbs, a Democratic governor, won with 1.27 million votes. Well, how does that work out? So there's 100,000 more people that voted for the treasurer but didn't vote for any governor whatsoever? The numbers don't add up. Nothing adds up here on the numbers with this. So, again, blatant election fraud. If not, it needs to be fully investigated. So I encourage everybody on Arizona, this needs to, because this right here is blatant. How do you have 280,000 more votes for the treasurer that's a Republican but yet a Democratic governor wins with less votes? doesn't make sense. So continue to stand up and speak up what's going on on this, guys, because we can't. Ex- we cannot sit by – and just go on with this a uh, constitutional republic, the very basis of how it functions is has to be based on a fair, true election. They saw this in Rome. This is why it got so compromised in Rome. They started doing the same thing, messing with the ballot boxes. Once they start controlling that and they know they can get away with it and they know they won't get caught because they just blatantly lie to everybody about it, then you can no longer have a free republic. The republic falls. It doesn't exist anymore, and clearly that's where they're going with this. So I continue to encourage my friends. Keep speaking the truth out there. If y'all need anything, healthmasters.com. As I said earlier, the Eat, Clean, and Be Healthy cookbook. The one that Sharon wrote, her last book that she ever wrote, and uh, all of us threw in on it together here at the office as far as different meals, stuff that I've prepped as far as what I've been in bodybuilding and other really clean meals. Incredible cookbook if you ever want to eat clean and be healthy, (laughs) hence the name of the title. So be sure to check that out. we got limited production in stock with that left on the shelf. I doubt we will make another run of it. We will obviously keep some as far as save them. But, uh, you know, I'm not sure if we're going to make another run of those again. And, uh, you know, like I said, it's the last cookbook. A lot of people like ebooks now. I don't like ebooks, I like real books, hard books I can actually hold in my hand, especially when you're dealing with a cookbook. I mean, who wants to have an iPad and, you know, trying to scroll on that or on your phone and zoom in on it while you're cooking? This is a true cookbook. Really, really good information. So be sure to check it out. I put it on sale for 50% off right now for product of the week since you all voted for it and it won. Obviously, there's a demand for it, and people want to see it and want to buy it. So thank you again for that support. And be sure to check out the Magnesium Brain Food, one of my favorites, and I know it's y'all's too. On sale right now for 10% off for a very, very limited time while supplies last. I have a brand-new batch that just came in. So I'm moving through inventory, so I want to make sure everybody has an opportunity to grab some before the uh, wintertime. So I know this stuff really helps out with cognitive functioning and memory a lot. So be sure to check it out at healthmasters.com. Thank you, my friends, again. Have a blessed, safe, awesome evening. You guys continue to keep up the good fight. I appreciate you all. I'll talk to you again on this show tomorrow
1: as always.